Hallelujah. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. Great are the deeds of the Lord. They are studied by all who delight in them. In the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. In whatever season you find yourself at this time, this morning, right now, I will pose a challenge to you. Entering into this gospel requires one to hear and to make a decision. Gratitude is a choice we make. It doesn't just show up. So, we have Jesus, and he does something pretty powerful and mighty, something quite extraordinary for a number of folks. Ten, exactly. Nine follow Jesus' instructions to a T. And then there's the one. There's always the one, isn't there? And this one is the one who also does something extraordinary. He simply says, thank you. Nine obey Jesus because Jesus only instructed them to go and show themselves to the priests. And they did that. And then the one shows gratitude after he has been healed. He turns back around, goes to Jesus, and says, thank you. In fact, he says thank you by throwing himself on the ground, and he begins to praise God. I can only imagine that perhaps he's so overcome that his skin is no longer a sore sight. Perhaps he's aware that he has been restored to health as well as his place in the community. He's no longer ostracized. He's no longer the nuisance, the eyesore that he has been for so long. In fact, he's the closest he's ever been to being normal. He's healed, perfectly healthy. Everything he's desired, wished, and prayed for in one instance has happened. He's made whole by a man named Jesus. He is so deeply aware of this gift, and he knows he will never be an outcast again. Never. He's overcome with joy, gratitude, and Eucharista, or Thanksgiving. He can re-enter society, he can find life again, all because he cried out to a man named Jesus. So this makes me, and begs the question, I think, where are you today? Are you looking for healing? 
Are you a leper in your own mind? When you let your mind go there, do you find yourself desiring to be healed? For whatever it is in your life that you need healing from, that thing that keeps you pinned in or closed up, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, when I ask the question to you, do you need healing? Whatever this is, whatever you need healing from, it comes straight to your mind. But then perhaps you back up a bit because you think to yourself, there's just no way. This is just way too big um, for me to be healed of this. How? It's impossible. It would require a miracle, and I'm just, well, little old me. Sounds really well and good, Jesus, but really, is this what you're asking? Is this what you're saying can happen? Well, I find it interesting that upon seeing Jesus, all ten lepers kept their distance. They knew they were unclean, and they knew that Jesus was clean. But when they saw him from a distance, they called his name immediately. And they asked Jesus for one thing. They could have asked Jesus for anything. But they asked Jesus this. Jesus, have mercy on us. Mercy. I've never had leprosy. I've never been ostracized from society, nor have I ever been excluded, probably to the degree that these skin-diseased lepers have. But one thing I do know, and one thing I have felt, is pain. And I have desired and longed for healing. I know that. And in those times when I have desired healing and when I have longed for it, my mind goes back to a prayer I learned 25 years ago when I became serious about my faith. It's a prayer that I have shared with you all so many times. It's the Jesus prayer, simply said, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I learned this simple prayer many years ago, and I have prayed it countless times since, and I've shared it with countless people because when I find myself without words to say, this is the prayer I pray to God. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And that is essentially what the ten lepers are praying as well. Asking for mercy, 
approaching Jesus the Almighty with reverence and humility. This is what all ten do. And when I think of this prayer, the Jesus prayer, I am reminded of a simpler time in my life. And now as I enter into this prayer when times aren't as simple as they once were, I find comfort in the words that it brings, the repetition that it offers, the simplicity of the prayer, but the power behind it. I find myself longing for simplicity and comfort in the midst of whatever and whoever and wherever I find myself. At the end of this month, I will be spiritually retreating. It's a practice I began since coming to Grace as your priest a few years ago. This week I shared with a friend who was with me at a time when I experienced freedom and healing. And when I shared with him that I would be retreating, his words to me were, Suzanne, while retreating, I pray for you to surrender yourself to holy mercy. Holy mercy. I'd never heard those two words together. And the idea of what it means to surrender to holy mercy. So I became curious. He then shared, I'm not sure it can be explained or known in the way most things are known, this idea of holy mercy. Which got me thinking about this 10th leper. Perhaps that's exactly what he felt too. He couldn't explain or know as one might know other things. But when he experienced divine healing, when he surrendered himself to holy mercy, he just knew and was changed. One of our forefathers of the faith, a man by the name of Martin Luther, was once asked to describe the nature of true worship. And his response was simply this. The tenth leper turned back. That for him was the nature of true worship. What this tenth leper does is Eucharist. Eucharist means thanksgiving. He was so overcome with gratitude that his only response was to Eucharist or to be grateful. Thanksgiving flooded his heart. So I will ask of you this week, what might it be like for you to do as the tenth leper has done? When someone asks of you, how are you doing? Instead of the normal, I'm fine or I'm good, say instead, if you can, I'm grateful. Set about your day with the intention guided by gratitude, finding ways and things and people to be grateful for. 
Gratitude is a response to the blessings of life, but it is also a choice to see those blessings, to name those blessings, and express our gratitude in both word and deed. And I'm convinced the more gratitude is practiced, what I have found at least to be true in my own life is that I begin to orient my life in a spirit of thankfulness and gratitude. Finding joy in the small and simple. And over time, seeing life through the lens of gratitude and recognizing this truly is a choice I can choose every single day. And what I have found is an opening or an inbreaking of my spirit. For even while walking through difficulties and through challenges, when finding something, one thing, two things to be grateful for, it offers us hope. A ray of light, a small window of goodness, which in some way lightens and brightens your spirit. I am convinced the ways of faith aren't always done in big and mighty acts. But the ways of faith and growing in faith are done simply and smallly recognizing, paying attention, being astonished, as Mary Oliver says, and then going and telling someone. For her, paying attention, being astonished, and then just telling someone are the three things needed for a good and rich life. And the undercurrent of all three is this notion of what it means to be grateful. So I don't do this often, but I'm going to give you an assignment this week. Okay, there are a few smiles out there, not very many. Oh no, she's giving me homework. <laughs> yes, I'm giving you homework this week. <laughs> what I will ask you Firstly, find and name those things for which you are grateful, even if it's just one thing, every day this week. When someone asks you, how are you, instead of saying the normal, I'm fine, or I'm good, say instead what? I'm grateful. And see how it might surprise the other person that you're saying this to. That's not the normal response. But if you are able to say it, if you can say it with integrity, say it. Express your gratitude in that way. Because here is the thing, dear people of God. Gratitude, like all of our other options in life, becomes easier and easier to do and choose as we practice it. This really isn't profound this morning, but in some ways it is.
The ten leper, nine of them chose to obey. One chose to be grateful. Let us choose this day to be grateful. In the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.